On the 159th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast, we briefly discuss the final suspension for Deshaun Watson, we go over our top 15 tight ends going into the 2022 season, and we give you a few players who are rising up and falling down on draft boards. Draft week is upon us. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens. As we wrap up our preseason schedule with the uh, top 15 tight ends, getting to be draft time. And before we get that, there was some big news, very fantasy related. Deshaun Watson out for 11 games, uh, coming back uh, week 12 or 13 against the Texans. Roger Goodell obviously does it again. Going to get the most bang for his buck with this uh, Deshaun Watson uh, suspension. Yeah, they they really knew how to time this one. Like I I I mean, you, I don't think they could have planned this, but wow. Wait, wait. I mean, they a, they set the schedule. They set the suspension. They basically planned it. I guess so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they they wanted more than 11 games though. They wanted at, at least the initial reports were at least a full season, maybe more. Um but yeah, yeah. it seems like the compromise was just coming right in the middle, right? Very much. That's exactly what they did. Which something, you know, Deshaun Watson does during. Oh, ouch, ouch. Um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely changes the landscape of the Browns passing game with, you know, Brissett now going to be the starter, you know, for the foreseeable future. Who knows what happens, you know, if they try and make a play for somebody like, I don't think it's going to happen, but I really like, I, that, so, you know, for a, uh, looking at things to come in this episode, rises and fallers, I will say Amari Cooper definitely falling big time on my, uh, on my wide receiver rankings. And he already wasn't high to begin with, so definitely going down. Well, cause you got to figure Watson's going to take a game or two to, to get into, you know, game playing shape since it's been, it'll have been two years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, by that point, we're at the fantasy playoffs. We're mm-hmm. the last game of the season. Yeah, so it's not not really looking good. I mean, as you can see, he was he was trying to shed some of that rust when he did have that one for five, uh, like like seven yards in the preseason. So he's definitely going to be rusty coming back, missing almost two full seasons. And uh, yeah, Amari Cooper is not looking good. So, so you don't think Brisket could? Uh... Could do a could do a wide receiver for a little bit. I mean, not to say that Cooper's not going to have like it's not it's not going to be as bad as like Allen Robinson last year on the Bears. Like it's not going to be that shitty. Um, he'll have a game or two, but you just never know when it's going to happen. And there are other players in that vicinity of drafting area that I would much rather take a chance on than him. Yeah, Brissett's Br- like Briss. Is like the um, is a more conservative Tyrod Taylor, which is like a hilarious thing to say. <laughs> uh, last time he played a full season, 2019, like the numbers aren't crazy bad: three thousand yards, eighteen touchdowns, six interceptions. It's it's not bad, but it's not like fantasy it's just, relevant. It's, it's just not from this era. Team in a game, right? Yeah, it's just not from this era. No, yeah, sure, yeah, it's very. 
it's very good, like 2002 statistics. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Trent Dilfer would kill for those statistics. Trent, sure he would. He would kill for those statistics. <laughs> My favorite is is like Trent Dilfer is one of the few analysts who was never good that I I think actually believes he's like on par with a lot of these other analysts. Like I was right there with him. I was their peer. Oh, uh, John Johnson, Ray Lewis. I was their peer. Oh, so you're saying like he? Oh, you meant like good as in not a good analyst. You mean a good football player? Like he like. Well, I don't think he's a good analyst either. Oh, but okay. I think he's. I think he thinks he was a much better football player. I mean, Trent Dilfer thinks Trent Dilfer is a good analyst. Sure. <laughs> um, right. but yeah. So seven and eight with Indy. Uh, three thousand eighteen and six. I still think the Browns could be like a five and uh, five and six type team with their defense and their running game. Oh my gosh! When I, I, Watson returns. They're beating the Jets week one. It, it's it's. I mean, that's it's gonna happen. So you really think so, huh? I mean, yeah. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are gonna get like 150 yards total yards each. I think it's just, I, I think Kareem Hunt. Now that he's still on the team, his trade request or whatever didn't really uh, material materialize at all. I think he's really gonna get a huge bump with this whole Brissett being the quarterback instead of Watson now. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So eleven, we got we got the Jets, Steelers. Falcons, Chargers, that's the first four. Three of those games probably aren't hard. I think Steelers will be a bit a little better this year, but defense. They could be two and very easily see them being two and two. Yeah. yeah. Still a yeah, that's still a question mark. Then the next four, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals, Dolphins, Ooh, a little harder. Yeah. Okay. But Maybe Patriots, not. I, I I'm kind of fading on the Patriots. Um, you know, we'll see. I mean, they'll be a tough team, but I'm not the biggest fa- that whole like situation at where they just like combine Joe Judge and what's his name from the Lions Matt that- Patricia and Matt Patricia it is a disaster to me at offensive <laughs> coordinator. I don't know I don't understand where that came from. Uh Mm-mm. And then it gets harder. It's Bills Bucks and then the last game is the the Texans. So that's game 11. Yeah, right. they, well, they, they can definitely win five or six of those games. All right, yeah, that middle part they might go zero and four real easy though. They could. I mean, look, it. They could be. They could very. I can see that. All right, they're going to be two, like three and seven. I can see that. Wow. Yeah, I can see like a four and seven type thing. <laughs> okay, that's not good. <laughs> also, was Matt Patricia? Wasn't he supposed to be like a defensive coach? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So why why is he calling offensive plays? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. He wasn't very, I think it's because he wasn't a good defensive coordinator. It's like, well, if you're not good at defense, you're, you must be good at offense. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. Well, the next time, they'll, they'll switch him to special teams if he fucks up the offense. See how that goes. Or just like the combination of brains of Joe Judge and Matt Patricia might make one possibly comp, like competent coordinator. Is, is, that the, is that the thing? I'm really not sure. I thought they were just going to stick with the game plan of. I mean, I know they lost McDaniel, but the run-heavy game plan of last year. I don't know what they're doing. 
All I know is everyone's saying that it's like really benefiting uh, Ramondre Stevenson. So hint towards, hint towards later part of the him. hint towards later part of the uh, episode again. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, so Deshaun Watson, what do you? Are we? Can we? Are we going to just do the good old football two-step shuffle away from this and get back and enjoy football and like kind of say? That's what. That's where it is. We're gonna not think about it, and uh, try not to make this all about like uh, good punishment, bad punishment game when the season starts. Look, I, I can take that. I can like not talk about it, but you understand every single the the first snap of the Browns Jets game is just gonna be talking about Deshaun Watson. Like, it's just gonna be a nonstop Deshaun Watson talk. Like. They the good thing those. about that is I really don't need to watch the Browns yet. Oh my god, yeah. If, if you're not a Browns or a Jets diehard fan, why are you watching that game? <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying. You know, you throw a couple games on, maybe that's the one you have on with the sound. And uh But That's gonna be the uh like the the red zone game that they'll show once or twice throughout <laughs> the day. And you'll be like, Oh yeah, that that game's happening. We, it's like, don't we did not forget about them. No one has yeah, just yeah, been in the red zone. <laughs> this man, never seen game. Yeah, uh, that's funny. All right, Scott, uh, Andrew about. wants twelve. By the way, Sorry, oh podcast, wow, Andrew wants twelve. I like it. Good, 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 good. That takes me away from twelve because I don't want to do twelve again. I don't want me to do neither. And I, 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 now I get ten, which is well. You don't know. You can get better than ten. You might get. You I might, can, but I think I want ten. Okay. Maybe I'll take 10. So you don't want to be in the middle, <laughs> but you don't want to be too close to the end. Well, apparently, I like I said, I've been doing those 12-team mocks uh, for the past couple nights, and I would say maybe... I, I literally... I'm, I'm, every time is a different strategy. I, might do, I, do, I do wide receiver, running back. I do running back, running back. I do wide receiver, wide receiver. And I have just everything... Every combination I've just been feeling has been awful. No matter what I do, I just end up in this, like... In this weird vortex in rounds... Three, four, five, and six, where all the players I like have just been taken, or I feel like they're just too far away, and I'm like gonna reach too early. For I don't know, it's just it's a weird feeling with this with this twelve spot. So I'm hoping it turned out better in real life because the people I draft with in that league can tend to be a little wacky. So I'm hoping they go yeah. for whack. You know, it's it's a Sunday morning. There's gonna be bloody marys and mimosas. Hoping to get a little lit, make some bad decisions. And you know Patrick Mahomes goes in the second round, and you know Sun- Sunday morning's a uh, a wild time to draft. It's it crazy was, thing happens. It's I a, like that a little brunch draft type, yeah. of, type of deal. Yeah, there's gonna be some bagels. There's gonna be some uh, some food on the you know it'll be nice. It'll be it's definitely an interesting way to draft. So listen, I'm not I'm not gonna knock it. I'll let you know how you're it not, goes. You're not getting any knocks out of this guy. <laughs> And it is this sun- right. this Sunday too, so I got uh, only a couple more days before that uh, that shit goes down. But anyway, well, it, next week is the the week I have three drafts in a row: Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, you got three! Oh wow, back to back to back. I was trying to get yeah. a back to back. Ending with the big draft. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> the, My the league. Uh, of course, our of course. league where John eats pizza. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm not doing. I'm not doing a. If I lose again, I'm not doing a pizza uh, papadillas. I'm not doing a big food challenge. Maybe I'll do like a spicy food challenge. I don't, You're not doing a food challenge because the uh, the punishment's going to be something different. I haven't I haven't figured it out yet, but it will be different. 
Okay. Oh, okay. There like... is a um, that's been going around like the last like year of social media. We're definitely, I'm definitely way late on it. But the hot chip challenge, where people eat one like one put, uh, tortilla chip that's covered in yeah, uh, that's you're yeah, way, you're way, you are way late on yeah, that. Yeah, way late. All right, you're about three years yeah. late on that. All right, all right. So whatever. Really? All right, let's go on to uh... the, the fake a wish challenge. Were you? Uh, fake a make a wish. Oh God, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Wait, wait. Well, on what on what side do you fake it? It's gotta be. It's it's a punishment for a reason. That's really bad. So like you you take a kid with cancer and you tell him I'm gonna make this happen and then you say actually sorry it's not <laughs> no, happening. No 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 no. You're. Well, that's what I'm saying. What what side is this happening on? No, yeah, you can't do that. That's you can't do that. That's a bad one. You're the you're the you okay. have to get. You have to get your wish granted. Much better. Or else your punishment never ends. Or else you leave the league. That sounds awful. That... <laughs> I would I would be leaving that league then. Yeah, I'd probably be leaving the league. I think I don't think. <laughs> what if? But, but you could you could aim your bar really low of what you want. Like uh, I just think it's wrong. You could just pick some like sitcom actor from the '80s that hasn't been on another show and just be like, "I've always wanted to meet him." But it's so wrong to fake a Make a Wish. Like I feel like I immediately go to hell. That immediate help. They, yeah, yeah, they don't call that, them. They don't call them punishments for a reason. Well, there's no coming back from that one. One, it's not happening to me, and two, I feel like we need to know this punishment prior to the draft. Before our teams are all drafted up, yeah. we're all like, "Oh shit, I don't like this." <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it's obviously incentive to lose because you're a terrible person if you fake and make a wish. <laughs> you said it's incentive to lose. Well, depends if you are a terrible person. <laughs> It's just an excuse. Yeah. To, it's, yeah, it's just an excuse to be a, to do it that to fill that bucket list item. Sure. Okay. When you get caught, you just blame it on the commissioner. Perfect. I yeah. like it. And you're like, hey, I mean, look, look, it was in my contract. I mean, we have it all on audio, so it's pretty good. Who <laughs> came up with? I mean, I just came up with it off the spot. If okay. it turns into a TikTok trend, it's. It's not my fault. I'm not on TikTok. I'm surprised it's All not right, already. F- Faker Wish is a fantastic name for a terrible challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, it's got a ring to it. So it'll, go, it'll, grow, go. it'll grow legs. It'll grow legs. There you go, talkers. That'd be, a, that'd be a good fake a wish. I don't have any legs. Quit, and I like... quit <laughs> punching random people and, and hitting your head on lights and whatever it is. Uh, licking, licking bathroom stalls. Yeah. Go fake a wish. <laughs> oh God! All right, can we just move on? All right, yeah. Let's go on to our uh, uh, our last rankings of the preseason. It's the top fifteen tight ends. Still unknown if this is the year of the tight end. We there's been no declarations of it, but maybe, maybe we'll get one by the end of tonight. We'll see. I do not see this being the year of the tight end. Looking at my top fifteen. Uh, yeah, it's looking bleak. Shit's looking bleak. It's all fucked. Shit's uh, bleak. But it could be the year of the tight end, Anthony. You never know. Have we gotten one? Wasn't there a Kelsey Kittle Waller year? But that was just three. When's the last time we got, like, a robust tight end group? Last year wasn't bad. We had a bunch of 700-yard guys. I feel like it always starts out strong. In week one, you're, like, losing your mind because, like, Cole Komet will have, like, 150 yards and two touchdowns. And, and you're like, that's it. Yeah. You're in the tight end. And then it just fizzles away 
into nothingness. You know, no, you, so you gotta get you gotta get it before but it fizzles. It, but it usually starts pretty hot. Like I'm telling you, like you're gonna see like a oh, David, yeah. you're gonna see like a David Njoku like three touchdown game week one. Like it's gonna happen for one of these lower. Oh yeah, Jazaki's gonna get 127 yards or something. It, yeah, and and we're all gonna feel it. But then it's just not, it's not gonna it's never gonna materialize. You know, because you're gonna have the top few guys. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> so. Um, all right, what do you want to do? That's gonna be the tight end night. That that that's not gonna grow legs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so we want to do five, five, five. Yes. Do it quick. All right, and then we got some other things going on after this. But uh, who wants to start it up? I think I started last week, so someone else. Uh... All right, I'll start. I guess. Um, I got number one, Travis Kelsey. The um, he's the oldest non. Uh, QB non wide receiver ranked in like a in the top two rounds or something like that in a long time. Funny side I heard. I don't know if he's doing <laughs> for regression, but the oldest non quarterback uh, that's like ranked in the top twenty eight ADP. Has he so uh, number- has he supplanted Tony Gonzalez as the best tight end of all time? I know people like to bring. I like people bring Gronk and and maybe he's up there as well. It's probably those three, but like. Tony Gonzalez, I feel like, is my number one. Do you think he's supplanted him yet, or is, is he on the way to doing it at the greatest tight end of all time? I think Gronkowski's better than Gonzalez. Really? Interesting. Yeah, just the the playoffs, the Super Bowls, the touchdowns, and, like, I know he doesn't have the longevity, but that's really all he's lacking. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. Just I think Tony Gonzalez changed the game for tight ends, but I, of course, a thing a case can be made for Gronkowski. But anyway, go ahead, John. Sorry, cut you off. All right, uh, number two, Mark Andrews had like 140 targets last year, only getting more with the departure of uh, uh, Marquise, uh, whatever his name is. Number three, Kyle Pitts. Just a lot of opportunity down in Atlanta. And, uh, I mean, he looked good against the Jets starters, but it's the Jets starters, so, like, whatever. Number four, George Kittle. A little bit of a hit, a uh, bump down for him. Uh, it's just going to be, you know, I think it's more of a, a running team than a passing team for him. Nothing to do with him, personally. And then number five, Dalton Schultz. A lot of yards out in Texas, uh, down in Dallas to be had. And Dalton Schultz is going to get a lot of them. They love, uh, it's just, I don't know, no Cooper. It's going to be him. And C.D. Lamb getting a bunch of yards from Dak Prescott. All right. Brian, you want to go? You want me to go? I'll go. So, yeah, if we're talking pass catching, uh, I'll just bring back the conversation. I'm sorry. I think Kelsey's the best ever now. Okay. I mean, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six over 1,000-yard seasons in a row. Yep. I think the thing that separates Gronk from the other two is he's just – he was also the best blocking tight end in the league mm, yeah, the entirety of his his prime. So yeah. that's it. But anyway, Kelsey's number one. Again, uh, six over 1,000-yard seasons in a row. Uh, it's, and he always gets a, around 100 receptions in it. with uh, out Tyreek Hill. I just want to see him slow down first. He... You know, he didn't have the same ceiling last year, but he still was getting 15 points a game. Like, he was still the most bankable tight end. Uh, I think he's going to be fine. I think he's get, he has another 1,200-yard year. 
seven or eight touchdowns, 100 receptions type thing. It's looking good. Pick him in the second round. Uh, second, I actually have Kyle Pitts. Mm. Um, yeah, I just like his ceiling a little more than Mark Andrews, which is crazy to say because Mark Andrews just got off a, you know, 1,400-yard season. Uh, but before that, I mean, we saw three years where he was kind of pretty mediocre. So maybe he just came into his own. I know tight ends generally take a little longer. Uh, but I just think Pitts is better. So I'm going out on a limb. I, I know that Andrews is the is, is a lot of people's number one ranking, and I have him number three. I pretty much have these three guys as close to even as possible, Kelsey leading the way. Um, I have Kittle four because of his upside, and then Waller five. I think those two are in the same category, often injured, um, very high upside, except Kittle has a little more yardage potential. Then Waller. Uh, Waller is more of a touchdown guy. So I, I think I've my I've like clear zones where Kelsey's definitely number one. Pitts and Andrews are really tie on that second tier, and Kittle Waller in the third. All right, I'm gonna change it up. I guess my I think my five are definitely a lot different. I'd actually put Andrews one. I think uh, the factor being is the age. Um, like you mentioned, we haven't seen Kelsey slow down, but at some point he's going to have to. He's 32 years old right now. Ageist, Mar- yeah. Mar- uh, Mark Andrews is really... Yeah, maybe I am. Uh, Mark Andrews is coming into his own, had what a phenomenal year last year. The amount of targets he's getting are not going to go get lower. They're only, if anything, they're going to get higher. And he just looked like... Uh, he looked out of his mind last year playing uh, for the Ravens. Uh, so I have him my number one, but of course Kelsey number two. So it really, you know, it comes to uh, your preference because they're both going to have monster years. Number three is where I go, Dalton Schultz. Now I know a lot of people are like, wait, what the fuck? This dude, yeah, it, it's fuck? him. It's him and Ceedee Lamb. He looked amazing last year. The amount of looks that he got last year with Cooper there, Gallup there. Now it's it, it's going to be him and Ceedee Lamb. And again, I think he's going to come into his own, and I think he could surprise people. And he he has a chance to be the number one tight end, in my opinion. I really believe that. And uh, I will hopefully get him in most of my leagues. Um, number four, I have Kyle Pitts. Uh, look, the dude was amazing last year with Matt Ryan and a shitty uh, Falcons team. Uh, they only get shittier with uh, the quarterback situation there. So I like the talent. I don't like the team. Which is why I have him four. I think if he was if he was on, if he had a quarterback of any of the three teams above him, he would probably be the number one uh, tight end. Number five, Darren Waller, injury issues, um, a little more mouth, you know, one more mouth to feed, and a very big mouth in Devontae Adams. I mean, that could open things up, but as we talked, I think back in the wide receiver uh, rankings, that you know, a lot of red zone targets, he might be, you know, between him, Renfro, and Adams. I'm, I, I don't know, I just. If I had to put him in like a, a grouping, it would be probably five, and then my neck, my sixth guy, who I won't mention now. But I just not that I don't like him. I just think I'd rather have like a shelter pitch above him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. My number six is Darren Waller. I I had him outside my top five. I 
originally had him at like eight or nine. It's just I for some reason the injury rumblings that like he it's he's already got nagging injuries this year. He had nagging injuries last year. The amount of targets that Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro are gonna snatch up in the red zone. Um I don't see a uh a path to him being like a top three or four tight end like I see in a lot of places. I'd much rather have Dalton, Dalton Schultz where I can see a lot more uh, targets and uh, game script going his way. Anyways, Dar- Darren Waller, six. Number seven, Dawson Knox, mainly just because... Wow, six. Uh, no, seven. Seven, whatever. Shit, I'm sorry. I'm just, I was just sh- shocked Dawson Knox had high up. Good. Go. Yeah, go. I mean, it's just, I mean, go listen. For it. He, did, he did go to the Bills offense last year. I mean, I just feel like that whole offense is always going to take a big step forward, and uh, he's going to be part of it. Number eight. Uh, Dallas good there and then this is like the part where it's just like you're just kind of like throwing shit on a wall <laughs> number nine TJ Hawkinson I mean I guess like if he had anyone else besides Jared Goff probably higher but and then number 10 Mike Izzicki would have been higher but there's already rumors of Dolphins looking to trade him so that can't be a good sign for his usage in this offense <laughs> yeah, not in this offense if they trade him. Definitely not. I mean, like, like honestly, like, like you would think, like, oh, you got Tyreek Hill going deep. You got Jalen Waddle taking one side of the field over. You would think that this would be prime Mike Kaziki, but I've seen very slight rumors of on Twitter of Dolphins shopping him. I mean, look, a trade can sometimes be in your favor. Um, worked out for Zach Ertz last year, so you know, never know what that could uh, entail if they uh, end up. You went trading him, which would be, I think, a mistake. But whatever. That's just my opinion. I'd take Kaziki on the Giants. They don't have a tight end currently, so just to have one would be nice. <laughs> just to fill that spot on the death chart would yeah. be like... But, but no tight end is better than Evan Ingram, who just get, creates interceptions. So uh, it's still better than last year. Uh, which the funniest thing ever... Uh, uh, oh. First preseason game for the Jaguars. His first touch bounced off his hands and it got intercepted. I was oh, like, "Yep." Oh my god! That, so, that things never good. change. That Welcome had to, feel to the good. experience. <laughs> Poor How does he have a job in the NFL? Who knows? Poor it's all boys. that talent that they talk about. Oh man, he's got a lot of a uh, lot of um, unteachables. <laughs> yeah, the unteachables. The, me- the measurables. Oh, um, okay, I have six Dalton Schultz, so we're all high on him. I, I'm not much further. Obviously, the um, like we said, the situation, the volume, it's all there. Uh, now he just has to be good. So uh, he was good last year. <laughs> I mean, he, he's been good. He's just got to be. I mean, we think he's gonna be better. Be better, exactly. Yeah, no, he's been good. Been I'm real not taking away. The fact that he is solid for a tight end, for sure. Uh, but, like, if we're talking number... Then he's got to get in the 1,000-yard range. I, I think... I think he's de- one of these guys above him is going to get injured. He's going to finish in top five. I think that's for sure. I don't, I don't know if he has a chance to be top three. But I, th- I think targeting him is a great idea. Uh He's he's probably one of the safer tight ends you can draft. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of what I'm thinking. I think a very, very, very high floor for Schultz. Yeah, I think he's probably the safest after Kelsey, Pitts, and Andrews. 
Um, yeah, I think you're right. Number seven is Dallas Goder. Uh, John said it, kind of a crapshoot after Dalton, uh, Dalton Schultz, where you're just guessing. Uh, I picked Goder because he has the most yardage potential. He's really the only like guy left who flirts with 70 yards and over a game. Um, you know, he's if he could just bump his touchdown number up from four of last year, he he's looking really good. So uh, go there. Hawkinson's next. Started out really hot uh, last year and then just completely faded. Uh, at the end and then he got injured so i can't obviously put that on him but uh i guess you're just hoping that offense gets a little better uh and he definitely has potential i'm going Ertz nine uh showed a lot of chemistry as the safety blanket as we love to call tight ends for kyler murray i i can see that he's old um he's kelsey's age but never has been as good or athletic as kelsey so he's actually like an old 32 (laughs) um so i think he's got one more 600 uh yard year left in him which unfortunately is probably going to be good for tight end number nine uh and then my last one is commit i uh you know, I struggled not putting him higher. I was thinking about putting him right after uh, Godare or Schultz because I do think he has much more upside, but it's just that that offense is so terrible. So terrible. That it's hard for me to value upside over the fact that he got zero touchdowns last year. Um, that has to go up. But <laughs> can't, go to, down. can't go down doesn't have to go yeah, up <laughs> that has to go up until what what are we talking to three uh who knows but he gets targeted he you know he was in the 600 range yard range last year and he is on year three which is you know generally when the good looking flashy tight ends start to produce to their potential so if there's one guy in my top 10 that i think can unexpectedly break into top five. It's really only commit. Um, Cause we talked about one through six being kind of bankable ending with Schultz. Yeah. So the net uh, of the next four commits, the only guy I could, I could see muscling into that group. Okay. Uh, more touchdowns this year, Cole commit or Kenny Galladay. Commit, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. He's well. He's gonna catch some passes, so that he has still he already has a better chance of scoring oh, touchdown. God, what a waste! I of think Galladay makes it like six six games, and then the experiment's over. Like he requests a trade, and they just cut him, and they're like, "Let's just go yeah. our separate ways." And they eat some dead money, and <laughs> that sounds about right. I, I really think that's what's going to happen. I, I think it's going to be one of those untenable situations where they they find some kind of way. I don't know what his dead cap number is. It can't be pretty. Nope. Uh, but uh, it looks so bad in training camp. This guy, everything's just bouncing off his hands. He needs Matt Stafford back really badly. They paid a lot of money for no touchdowns. Oof. Um, all right. My number six is George Kittle. Um, I love George Kittle. I actually wanted to put him higher, and maybe I'll even. 
might even have him higher than Darren Waller in like when all said and done when it comes to draft time. Two point uh, yeah, obviously. Really, yeah, two point Um again, nothing personal against him. I just think it's a different team. Uh I think he had way more him and Garoppolo were, you know, much tighter. And uh who knows what's remains to be seen with Trey Lance. Um number seven, T J Hawkinson. That's an offense that I'm constantly looking at and I constantly start like, oh, maybe they're not gonna be so bad this year. With uh, I, you know, I look at the names that they have on offense, and I'm like, okay. And Hawkinson again started off pretty strong, young guy, could be coming into his own. I know it's Jared Goff is is his quarterback, but for some reason that that Detroit Lions offense is just, I don't know, it's speaking to me. It's weird, very weird. Um, number you're eight, buying into the uh, uh, the propaganda of uh, maybe of training camp films. I might be. Yeah, of hard knock hype. Might, yes. Hard knocks hype, <laughs> which never works out. Um, number eight, Mike Jacecki. Uh, he had a shit ton of targets last year. I'm shocked that the the whole trade talks about him. Uh, it was like two tweets, just by the way. Okay, so all right, two tweets from uh, John and uh, John's friend. Uh, were tweeting about this. So who knows? No, I heard. I saw. I I also saw what John saw. I I also saw the the Jacecki. Okay. But look, either way. The Zapruder Jacecki tweets. Maybe he ends up on a team like the Giants and who needs a tight end. And he's a, he's a very good pass catching tight end. I mean, you have to see some of the plays he made last year for the Dolphins. It was ridiculous. Um so I do like him. Uh again, we're in this crapshoot kind of area of tight ends where it's just like who knows? And I, I never feel comfortable owning any of them. Uh, Dallas Godair is my number nine. Uh, as Brian mentioned, he has a guy who probably could put up probably the most yards of this group. Um, you know, has the opportunity to do, like you said, like 70 yards a game, which is pretty good. Um, or at least not a game, but, you know, get you up there. Uh, and number 10, Pat Fryermuth. I, I, I don't even feel comfortable having He looked good at, at the rookie season last year. Um, who knows who their quarterback is going to be in, in Pittsburgh. Uh, I, I just, at this point, I'm not really feeling tight ends. And If, if you're down here, man, you're just, you're just playing week to weeks. I, I, have, I have a feeling you're just going to be pick, playing matchups. You're, you're, you're match down up. bad if you're relying on Pat Fryermuth. You're, you're, you're matchup playing, I think, at this point. Hmm. You, hmm. Can't, you can't go in every week with Fryermuth and being like, yeah, I feel good about this, right? No. No. <laughs> No, yeah, short answer, no. <laughs> well, just a little, little side conversation. Like, what tight end rank do you feel comfortable going down until you're just like, everyone's the same, and I can just wait until the last couple of rounds? Probably six. Like, after six, I'm just like, whatever. Like, if I, if I, don't, um, get, if I don't get Andrews, Kelsey, Schultz, Pitts. Like, all right, not even like that. All right, so obviously, like, Kelsey, Andrews, Pitts. Kittle, like all right, Kelsey Andrews Pitts are probably like top, like what, going three rounds, four rounds? Yeah, easy. Yeah, I think they'll all be gone after round four. And, I'm and then, doing that. like Kittle, Schultz, Waller. We'll eight, all be gone seven, after eight? round six, I think. Yes, yeah, so after round six. Seven. If I can get Schultz at six, I'd be, I'd be happy actually. If My I, so thing be, is, so John, I think your question is like, until you just punt the, the position completely and do like round yeah, 12, pr- 13, 14. Yeah, pretty much. Until you're just completely punting and like it's not even on your radar. Okay, so if if I see because er, I kind of do like 
that bottom four of the ten as like oh shit options. Yeah. Somebody has to have a shitty tight end. So if I see like my Ertz commit Hawkins and Godare, if I see only two of them left and I'm coming up to draft, I think I'm gonna take one of them because in my mind the drop off after that ten and it's not like Knox or Fryermuth or Jacecki couldn't put up some points, but the like ceiling drop off. I just I think you're going to be stuck with somebody who you're not happy about. I can talk myself into Komet. I could talk myself into Hawkinson. You know, he led to the tight ends for the first two weeks last year. Like I don't know. I could. Hey, listen, that's something. Yeah, that's something. Someone, someone. Not everyone can do that. Yeah, it, it's it really is tough. Like you said, like. Because you're in a round and you're looking at like what else is available, and you're like, ah, do I want this tight end who I'm like not really feeling, or you know, there's maybe Ramondre Stevenson upside running back. I'm like, probably gonna go running back and just play weekly matchups like I end up fucking usually doing with tight end, and you know, Noah Fant one week and then fucking who the fuck knows next week. So. Which, and there's always those tight ends that go on a roll. Like, Knox, Dawson Knox had, like, a touchdown every game for, like, four games last year. Uh, there's there's some roll tight ends. So you can do it that way. I don't like to. I value tight end. Uh, and I'd really like to at least get a go there. <laughs> at the very least, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm starting. Go there is, like... I think way below Schultz at seven, but way above Hawkinson at eight to me. And I, so I'm okay with suffering through Godair. And I think that's um, fair. I think you but can I get want, Godair. I want him at the least. He'll get you like five points at least. But you can get him in like probably round eight or nine. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I, th- I think he's a solid, especially with A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith taking a lot of pressure off. Uh, and Ertz obviously not being there. I think Godair is a solid, like, 50-yard-a-game guy. Five catches, 50 yards. Okay, I, I've always I've been a Godair guy for the past, like, couple of years, so I'm I'm definitely, you know, all for it. So. All right, you want to move through our last? Yeah. All right, number 11, uh, Zach Ertz. Uh, he just had a kid though, so that might that might bump him up. Like he's got like a he's got dad strength now. He's playing for something bigger. He's playing for his kid. Might move him up in some rankings. Sure. Number twelve, Cole Komet, shitty offense, but I mean, who else are you gonna put there? Thirteen, Irv Smith Jr. Recently healthy. Uh, score lo- that offense even with Kirk Cousins is pretty good. The only thing is Adam Thielen takes a lot of touchdowns down in the red zone. Fourteen, Tyler Higby. Great offense, a lot of mouths to feed, and they have a, another tight end that they they also like to feature. And then number 15, specifically just for the red zone, and because Tom Brady loves tight ends, Kyle Rudolph. Wow. I feel like he could, if yeah, you spot play him, he can get you through a couple weeks. Kyle Rudolph. Talk about age, man. Woo. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think Kyle Rudolph gets more than 200 yards this season. Yeah. Wes, I'm going for I'm going for a spot spot start. He's gonna get you. He'll get you touchdowns when you need it. Touchdowns when you, I don't know. I, I'm not feeling it, but I like Cameron Brayton's mustache more. Um, Brayful Dead, best name in best nickname in sports. That's very nice. I like it. All right, uh, go ahead, Brian. Finish off your 11 through 15. Unless you got something to say about Johns. 
No. Um, oh, I, I had one thing to say about. Oh, I forgot to to say a reason why I uh, put Andrews below Pitts, and one of the reasons was because of how good. And this is, could just be training camp hype slash preseason hype, but Isaiah likely uh, just has wrecked games during the preseason. Another tight end that they drafted this year. Yeah, uh, I think he's going to get some run. I don't think they're going to take. Andrews out of the game, but you know, you can't say the same about Pitts that there's another tight end that's that's really stirring up shit. Okay. Nope, okay. he's a single 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 shirt shit stirrer. Single yeah, shirt. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um okay, yeah. Now that I said that, I have uh Dawson Knox eleven. Uh I was a little worried about OJ Howard being on that team, but now it looks like he's on the roster bubble. I thought O.J. Howard was supposed to be like one of those can't miss tight end, pro- not even not can't miss, but at least a longtime starter tight end prospect. And his career has just not gone that way. Nope. Uh, this might be his last chance type of thing. Or if if they cut him, the Giants can pick him up. That'd be nice too. Maybe worse than Ingram. Yeah, I got uh, can't can't be ha- can't no. Uh, I got number twelve, Pat Fryermuth. Was a rookie last year, got over 500 yards. Sadly, for a tight end, that's potential. Like, <laughs> so at least there is some type of potential in this little uh, shit sandwich we have down here. Mike Jacecki, uh, number 13, and just more crowded than last year, much better targets, and um, still don't know about Tua. Very talented, uh, but, you know, I think he just doesn't have the same opportunity as he has in years past. Hunter Henry, number fourteen. I don't know. He had some good <laughs> Yeah, he had some good games out there in New England. He had like nine touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. He was. He didn't do much besides touchdowns, but he did that. Um, so he's the uh, like the Robert Tunyon right now of of this year of last year. <laughs> and last place, um, I want to put uh, Font or Fant. Because of his uh, because of how good he is, but I ain't, I ain't gonna do that because he's on the Seahawks. So I'm gonna go with Russell Wilson's tight end, and I'm not even gonna try to say his name. Well, I, I will. Okay, fine. Oakwin Oakwin Bunnum, Oakwabugnum, Oakwabugbunnum. I mean, Oakwegbunnum, Oakweg Oakweg. Look, I'm not trying to butcher it. It's it's not easy. It was it was a good try. I need to hear an announcer say. It. All right, I'll just call him Albert. Yeah, I'll call him Albert. That's much easier. That's his that's his first name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, him. <laughs> uh, yeah, you it was know a good what? effort. I almost I almost uh, put him at 15, but I actually went the other way. Um, all right, so number 11, I got Cole Komet. Another guy, like you said. A lot of hype around him on a really bad team, but he could be one of the guys that could move up uh, easily passing guys like Fryermuth and Gazeki on my list. Uh, number 12, Zach Ertz. Had a nice connection with Kyler Murray when he went to Arizona. Was one of the, actually one of the better tight ends near the end of the season. Um, you know, getting up there in age, but you know, could have one more year in him. 
uh, in that offense. Number 13, Hunter Henry, nine touchdowns last year. We were always big Hunter Henry fans early on in his career when he played for the Chargers. Um, you know, if he could be a, a good random target for Mac Jones, I mean, that could uh, continue to see those touchdowns. Uh, maybe not nine, but, you know, I, I, I could see him piling up, you know, touchdowns this season. Number 14, Dawson Knox, good offense. He did have that stretch of games last year uh, where he was just crushing it. Did have a, like a bunch of time where he just slipped off and just was nowhere to be seen. So another one of those up and down tight ends, but on a good offense at least. And number 15, Noah Font, or Fant, uh, as we do not know how to say his last name. Uh, man, great talent. Um, but on Seattle, you know, he went... He went the wrong way. They got, you know, Russell Wilson went to Denver and they shipped his ass to Seattle. So he went the wrong way. But a lot of talent there. Um, and yeah, going back to that O.J. Howard, man, he reminds me of like, I mean, I really liked him when he came out. And then uh, David Njoku is another one that like, he's shown some flashes. But I, I was I was so high on David Njoku when he got drafted. And, uh, you know, just sort of sucks never materialized for them. So, they're not a top 15. I see people doing 25, ranking 30 tight ends. I'm like, why? That's too many tight ends. Why are you even ranking some of these tight ends? They, they, you're, you're, just, you're just grasping at straws here, getting names of, like, people who aren't going to make teams and shit. Like, 15 is enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because... Unless you're in a 20-team league, then obviously you need 20 tight ends. All right? That Most of these guys just are not going to be rostered. I mean, I could, cause you're going to just have some random guys that are good. Logan Thomas maybe comes back from injury or, uh, Robert Tunyon does touchdowns again, or Hayden Hurst, maybe on now he's on Cincinnati. And it could happen. And, uh, Uzuma was pretty good on Cincinnati and Hurts is probably a better player than Uzuma. Uh, or Uzuma on the jets. John loves, uh, just putting a jets tight end on his team, hoping, that this is the year the Jets tied in is good. <laughs> you never know. You never know. The uh, what about John U. Smith? Can he? Uh, can he? Can he? All that money the Patriots gave him. Can he do something with it? I I will say I I you know Irv Smith Jr. Right? Was he Jr. Senior? Irv Smith. Whatever his fucking uh, Junior. Junior. Right. Um. He's one that I you know could definitely be around this area. And then the one that Brian named. I can't pronounce it. I'm not gonna fucking try. Um, I think we should all try. Let me see. Sure. All right, let me give it a go. Let me get his name up here. All right, it's... Hold on. Oh, it's they have on. the sound pronunciation next to it. No, that's not fair. You can't do that. Uh, you can't do that. I'm Albert... Not... Albert Okwungbunyam. Mm, okay. Brian, you want to give it another shot while I bring, uh, it, bring it up? Okay, I'm going to go... I'm going to go... I'm going to try, like... Uh, Oh, I think you nailed that, John. I'm gonna try to do it if uh, if it's like a uh, like an ethnic pronunciation. Care- right. Albert, I'm just, I'm just saying careful here, very careful. Oh, Albert Oakweg Bunyum. Ooh, I, you know what? I like yeah, that. you know what? Yeah. It, it is. It's probably you're right. Like you're probably right. right. It's right. Oakway, Oakway. The W U E G is definitely like way. Sounds like way. Oakway Bunyum. Yeah, it's Oakway Bunyum. You're probably right. <laughs> Oakway right, Bunyum. Let's do it. Wait. Do the sound. Let's get it up here. Oh no, that's just a that's just a, a clip. 
Oh, 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 come on. I want to Okay, go. well, let's keep talking. Um, yeah, and we'll uh, try to find it. <laughs> see if we can find like a clip of him, like of him playing an announcer saying. Okay, it. wait, wait, wait. Why is this 40, well, 40 seconds? It's just a pronunciation. That's a long-ass name. <laughs> no, they're just making us go the whole distance to get to it. Come on. No, that was... I feel like I got cheated. Can you search his name and like type in uh, pronunciation? Like I, I did. No, that's and what you got? You know, maybe... And this piece of shit thing is just not doing it. Or right, maybe I'll... I can't... I can uh this has a thing on Google but it doesn't look right. No, we need we need an announcer saying a highlight of his. Okay, Boom. Yeah, you're right. There's like a YouTube video that's like one one minute and eight seconds how to pronounce. Okay, Boom. Okay, Boom. Yeah. Okay. Boom. <laughs> this is going to make me seem really dumb. But when anyone else sees the pronunciation guides of words, does it just confuse them more? <laughs> Sometimes I can understand why. Because I'm like, I don't know what all this shit means. Oh, and then I just get confused. Why in terms of production percent. All right, all right, wait. Okuwe Bonam was the third most productive tight end. Okuwe Bonam. Okuwe Bonam. Okay. That wasn't too bad. I think we, we were that guy close. just kind of like speeds through it though. Okay, invited to the combine. Yeah, he does. He does. Train a 26-yard strike toward Albert Okwebunam for seven points. Okay. <laughs> Everyone just does it differently. Let's just accept the fact that we're all right. We're all correct. We're all right. All right. All right. Now we got it. Now for some reason I'm hearing myself twice. Hopefully that's not coming through twice. In the podcast. Okay. Also, just while we were talking about Noah Fant, I, I remembered a quote that I saw that Pete Carroll said recently. Uh, he said that the Seahawks might have two number one QBs. Talking about Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I, he's absolutely <laughs> wrong. He's, and he's absolutely wrong. But, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is, I mean, this is a guy, you know, just asking questions about 9-11. Uh, saying that Drew Locke and Geno Smith are both number one. Well, he's ends. not going to say he has two number two quarterbacks. I mean, you know, I, I think he's going he to have that anyways. Bring some confidence into these guys, you know. So, all right, you guys want to get on to the next? Uh... I was about to say there's there's pre uh, there's a preseason game hype, and then there's actual training camp hype, which is what we get involved in, and. We were talking about the training camp ballers, ballers and the fallers, the hotties and the noddies, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the bylows and the no-shows. Yeah. Oh, John was thinking about this for a bit. Well, orig originally I just had the ballers and the fallers. I came up with the other two while we were recording. I was like, I got to do it. That was nice. So anyways, I have one guy that is on both lists. All right. I'm going to start with him. It's Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce, originally very much on the uh, on the hottie side, rising up the the Billboard uh, top 100 very quickly, so much so that he's now being slightly overranked. He's he got dropped down a little bit. He went but too quick. He went he went he went he uh, burned his jet fuel too quickly, like a supernova. Too high quick, too quick. But 
Still a very good pick. I mean, it's still the Texans, but they're going to, I mean, they're going to give the ball to someone. So. Someone's going to get the ball. All right. All uh, right. I, I'll do it. a hottie or a riser or a, um, uh, a sexy. What? Which? What are we calling these people? Uh, it was hotties or notties, buy lows or the no shows. I wasn't. Really, it was more of the no shows is what I went for, and I was trying to figure out the buy low. I couldn't find the. I couldn't find the good rhyme for no show, so I just went with buy low. That's good. I worry. I like it. All right. Yeah, I'll say hottie because you you boys are so enthralled with his thighs. But uh, <laughs> oh AJ Dillon was ju- was named the one A to. Aaron Jones is 1A running back. Uh, They've been getting him more involved in the passing game. And uh, it just looks like uh, that's a situation where they're both going to, you know, it's going to frustrate you some games, but I think they could both finish in the top 20. Shit, that'd be nuts. Two RBs in 20 would be nuts. Um, yeah, we've, we've seen it with, uh, like, Chubb and Hunt. Um and then Ingram and uh, Kamara. We don't see it too often. Oh, yeah. Uh, who was um, Eckler with? And Gordon Eckler, Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. I um I I've been seeing him fall a lot actually in drafts uh, that I've been doing too. So Dylan's been like definitely. I mean Aaron Jones has been going you know stand you know steady, but I still really like Aaron Jones. I still think he's going to get a ton of catches. But AJ Dillon has been uh, has been steadily falling. I've been noticing in the rounds uh, in each of my mock drafts. But uh, no, I mean, I I, I I I mean that might be in theirs, but in my personal hottest or not, he's definitely. Oh yeah, that's he's fine. definitely going. I mean, he's probably a little bit higher, staying steady though. I have a I have a hottie, and uh, the more I look at the name, and it again, it's probably a wide receiver I'm never going to be able to get a chance to get because of my my at least my one league with uh, being drafting twelve, but uh, DJ Moore. Sliding up, sliding mm-hmm. right up, passing. I got him passing t- Scary Terry. I got him passing Deontay Johnson. Like I, I am moving on up. Like yeah, sure. put him in the top ten with my rankings. He's, Let's go, DJ Moore. He's going nuts. He's got. I I have good feeling with him and Baker Mayfield for some. I don't, I don't know what it is. I got good feeling about this. I mean, it's, it's like might be the. I mean, I guess Cannon was still good his first year. I think, Baker- but it might be like his best quarterback that he's ever played with. Yeah, and and DJ Moore is a nice boy, a nice fella, a nice guy, and I think Baker's gonna enjoy that. I think Baker just wants, uh, you know, his wide. He just wants a wide receiver one that maybe doesn't get his his parents to put together diss videos on social media of him. I think he's gonna he's gonna enjoy this with DJ Moore, you know. Uh, very, very probably pro quarterback. He's you know dealt with some some shit there in Carolina, and I think he could, you know, I think they can get to like each other. I hope so. All right. I hope so. so <laughs> sounds like it. All right, I have a uh, baller and a corresponding faller on the same team. Uh, Brian Robinson Jr. Apparently, uh rocketing up the the draft charts got the start in the second uh preseason game for the commanders which is now the premier preseason game uh because of the shortened preseason yeah and antonio gibson got nada he got butt kissed no touches and i'm very worried about antonio gibson right now so i 
I think I'm staying away from Antonio Gibson entirely in all my drafts. Yeah, I mean, big I, faller, yes, big faller. I, I I already had him 21 in our uh, 1.0 mock draft. Uh, he'll be, he, uh, he, he's completely. So. I mentioned that I had one guy completely off my board. He's completely off my board now. I, he just, I, yeah. I mean, I would. I can't wait to see who drafts him. I, I'm, I'm unless unless I draft Brian Robinson and then in the last round Antonio Gibson still there, then I'll draft him. Just in, as a just in case, but I would big faller. I don't even know about that. Don't even know about that. Uh, I yeah, there's no, there's just nowhere where I could see him falling to where I want to draft him, because he's still gonna go around the ETN type range, and I there's just no way I'm. The only you know, if if I'm looking at him and then I'm looking at this other faller, uh, maybe I take him ahead. But then I, why am I looking at you? Why am I doing that? You ask. I won't be doing that. My other faller, David Montgomery. Uh, see ya see ya look his his adp is only tied to his volume um and that bears team just doesn't look uh competitive in the season hasn't started yet so uh (laughs) i don't know where i'm getting this they do not look competitive in in, in no games played uh i don't know where i'm getting this from but you know we're doing camp and they haven't looked competitive against each other in camp Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, mostly because they're losing their their best player in roquan smith or not did he decide that he's not no i think he's playing out his contract i think he's a yeah he's gonna he's gonna play it out okay whatever still you know I'm just making up a bunch of shit that I don't know because I'm I'm not drafting David Montgomery. He's a subpar player and being not drafting o- any bears. Maybe Darnell Mooney, but I probably won't even draft Darnell Mooney. Um, I don't know, Bear. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm like I'm always fading David Montgomery. I I, I don't need an excuse to fade David Montgomery. We have just a podcast wide faller on david montgomery i'm actually starting a new podcast side podcast called fading david montgomery it's just me just ripping on him <laughs> for no reason um anyway i'm dropping another another big big drop over here you guys uh, are very negative pew, pew, pew. uh josh jacobs from the raiders uh there is talks about him sort of maybe not even he might get traded like and i i, I heard rumblings about that they like zamir white um, they just got rid of Kenyon Drake. He's Gonzo. Um, I don't think Josh, you know, this is Josh McDaniel's team, and I don't think he. There's only room for one Josh in this team, uh, but I don't think he's really, you know, in love with Josh Jacobs. So his, uh, his, uh, you know, team drafted White. So I don't see much happening for Josh Jacobs, and for a running back who never really you know, did what we, you know, expected him to do in the first couple of years of his career. So I'm definitely fading him as well. I'm doing an immediate uh, opposite of you, Anthony. I, I didn't have it on my list, but I think he's going too low. I think if you can grab him in the fourth, you make he'll make you very happy. Nah. The, I think the volume still be there. Josh McDaniel seems to do like to run. I, I'm, I'm not, I would not fade Josh Jacobs. Well, you should fade him. <laughs> I mean, he's already ranked, like, I think I had him, like, my 18th, like, which I think is, like, a fair. Like, he's, like, a mid-RB2. I have him low, and I'll probably keep dropping him lower and lower. I, I don't know. I'm just not, not feeling it. Not feeling it. 
Um, anyone else? You guys are uh, fading, rising. I got a few more probably. Uh, yeah, I'm, let's gotta, bring the mood up, right? Because we yeah. brought it down. I mean, so look, the easy answer could be Kenny Pickens. Uh, not Kenny Pickens. George Pickens. Pickens. George Pickens. Although George Pickett. Pickens. Kenny Pickett has looked good too. So let's just sh- smush those guys together. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, give us one one half heck of a rookie duo, but I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna go with uh, Isaiah Likely. I named him earlier in the podcast. Uh, you know they don't have too many pass catchers there with the Rams, and they've just kind of been calling him a playmaker all camp, all preseason. Uh, he's showing it in the preseason. Uh, just dominating you know 12 catches one game uh just all over the field i i I like this guy i think he's gonna play into the offense and i'm not even sure if they're gonna make if he's gonna be a tight end or not but he might be one of those good like little tight end cheat codes that still has the te next to him (laughs) yeah all right yeah i mean I just looked them up just because I wanted to see his stats because, I mean, I've heard the same thing where Ravens are like, yeah, he's just a playmaker. He's 6'4", 235. Ooh. That's a huge-ass playmaker. Big boy. Yeah, he's uh, he's been pretty, uh, pretty good uh, in this preseason. So, you know, let's see. Let's see what he's got. He's a rookie, obviously, rookie tight ends. We know the deal is there, but this offense needs – needs playmakers so if they like him and they're going to throw him out on the field uh I, I don't think he's a bad last pick in the draft type deal i love those guys love those guys uh this might be kind of a cop-out but alvin kamara is definitely a uh a baller he's looks like he's clear of uh any legal trouble so you can kind of pick him without any reservations i feel like just his boys, right? He, it was just his boys. It was just his boys. It wasn't him. Yeah. It wasn't him. I mean, it's, it's still... He's not out of the clear yet. It's getting better and better, but... Um, it's, I mean, it's getting clearer. It is. It is. I mean, look, I, I'm, I would love Kamara on that offense with Mike, Mike Thomas back and a bunch of other pass catchers on that team. Finally, should be... Uh, should have some more space to operate for, uh, for this season. Uh, all right, we're, we want to continue to bring the mood up, I guess. We want to bring people up. Uh, bring, let's bring people up. All right. How about I'm going to do a, a duo. I'm going to move them both up. I've been I've been sort of liking them as I've been drafting. Uh, the mix of Rashad Penny and uh, what the hell's his name, Kenneth Walker the third. Just moving them both up, like just slightly. You know, I know Walker has like a, a hernia surgery he's having going through. I believe so. He's been out, but. Everything I heard from camp before, like they like him a lot. Rashad Penny came in last year when uh, Carson went down, looked amazing, um, and these these were these were also games without Russell Wilson too. So uh, mm-hmm. you know it wasn't just you know okay Russell Wilson was there, so he was doing. Now he was doing without him. So uh, I mean, look, Penny looks like he's gonna be the guy, and I would I would would not mind having him as long as I also can grab Kenneth Walker behind. As well, just in case, because I think that's going to be a, you know, a good, uh, a good handcuff. But I, I like them. I'm moving them, sliding them up. But you're fading David Montgomery down with sliding Penny right up there. 
Yeah, I like it. I, I'm, you know, I, I can, I'm gonna equate this to like the uh, James Robinson type season where Jaguars are obvi- are terrible, but we still have good running backs chewing up yards. Because let's be honest, this has always been Pete Carroll's dream just to run the ball, run the ball, mm-hmm. run the ball, and he gets to do it this year because he has two garbage quarterbacks. Two, not two, two number ones, two number ones, two number ones. Two number ones. There's going to be a lot of a lot of rushing. I think a lot of carries to go around in that offense. Not many, maybe not too many touchdown opportunities. Yeah, you're probably probably right. probably not. All right, I'm going to bring down the mood a little bit. Um, for a uh, a naughty, actually no, he's a faller. Great talent, gets over five yards to carry. But for whatever reason, the Eagles hate him. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell is gaining on him. No. Mm. Miles Sanders, I wish I didn't have to say this, put him in this category, but he is seeming to fall out of favor in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I don't know why I said it like that, but um, like I said, averages over five yards to carry, but doesn't get any opportunities. Had over, barely over 700 yards last year, I think, maybe 650. But it was just no touchdowns, depressing, depressing end of the season for him. RB forty and dropping fast. See, he's a different, he's a different fade. He like he's a fade as in like, man, we really like him, and, and we've talked about this at nauseum. Like, but they just hate him there in Philadelphia. Like, just put him on a different team. I just, I I want someone to trust Miles Sanders like the Denver Broncos trust Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Oh Lord! I mean, come on! It, it's it's so sad. Like what a what a what a what a horror story for a, a good running back just not getting chances the way he should be getting. It sucks. It really sucks. Um, but I'm I'm gonna bring the mood up again. I'm I'm going to bring the mood because um, I know a lot. I know this guy got a lot of. Actually, you know what? I'm, I was gonna I was gonna go with this guy. But I'm gonna go with another another team sort of effort. And I'm, I'm, I was talking about it was, it was the Detroit Lions. Uh, I mentioned it before, but man, I don't know what it is. I, I've been looking at the. I know what it is. I've been looking at. The, I I know exactly what it but is. But I've been looking at DeAndre. <laughs> I've been looking at DeAndre Swift, and I'm like, oh man, I had him at 11. Nah, man, I think I, that's a little too low. I, I'm so yeah, we know exactly what this so, is. So, I'm, well, look. Yeah, it's pretty easy what this is. Well, all right, well, because is, this is not going to take like Inspector Gadget to figure out. Uh, he's an idiot, though. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown moving up. DJ Shark moving up. Like, uh, it, it this offense is going to be better than I think people expected. Are they going to win a lot of games? I don't think so, but I think they'll be competitive in these games. So, they had a leak. Uh, I don't know if it was a leak high, but five games they lost by three or less points. There you go. See, they're going to be competitive. Not one, not one. Yeah, I think they're going to be competitive. Um, obviously, Anthony watches Hard Knocks. Uh, yeah, let's let's check your HBO subscription uh, recently uh, played. Not one sighting of DJ Chark in Hard Knocks, which is usually a good thing. Like, they usually don't show the good players unless they're rookies. Um, so maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I you know, Chark couple years removed from being the you know fantasy darling um you know just 
feeling it, feeling it, feeling the Lions. So they're both just moving on up. Sure. I got what I got feelings too um, of, of teams that are <laughs> moving look. up or have been up and have and will just continue to stay up. But damn, the Bills just came out and showed what they can do. Like just toying with teams when their first team was out there. Between Moss, uh, Who's fighting for a spot? Singletary and now this the rookie looks great. Um, you got Gabby Davis uh, right where he was last year, catching touchdown passes right away, while Josh Allen is spinning and chucking it in the air to him. Uh, and then Kansas City. Uh, who maybe it doesn't matter if they don't have Tyree Kill. Maybe it's just going to be an fu year. Mahomes spreading it around to everybody. There's going to be a name in that offense that turns into a, uh, I don't know, like a Edelman, Wes Welker type deal that just chips away this year, and it's not going to be any of the guys we draft. So I would just like Jody Faustin or something. I would just look at that roster and just watch keep up with their games every week and just jump on the guy that looks good there's somebody there's gonna be somebody there's somebody that's just should have sent a poet yeah that's just waiting there to be like the chain mover on that offense that's not just kelsey the guy that gets open when patrick mahomes scrambles for five seconds yes exactly there's a guy that's going to do that Justin Watson is an, is an early name uh, that people have been saying. So I, I don't know. I don't know who it's going to be, but it's I mean, someone's doing it. Justin Ross. No, Justin Watson. Uh, Justin Watson. Oh, maybe I'm I, exactly. It's a name. Who knows? I don't even know who that is, but it's a name that I've seen pop up. Uh, who knows? Nicole Hardman. MVS. Uh <laughs> I, don't know. I would love to, I would love if to be MVS. Would you? Probably. <laughs> All right. Um, I, have, I have one more I can go into. Uh, uh, fake, go. Uh, actually, I got. Two. I should have a few more. Uh, how about KJ Osborne? Bringing him up. Bring him there up. you go. He's a guy. Bring him up. He's a guy who I think can come. He had that three-week stretch last year. He didn't have a, ba- a not a bad season last year. Uh, I think you can compliment Justin Jefferson a little better, maybe more than Adam Thielen now can, getting older. Uh, you know, the ageism is coming in again. He can't stay healthy. You know, he is a solid red zone target, always has been, Thielen will be. Um, but I think KJ Osborne's going to take more um, do more in that offense as going going forward as I think Thielen's role might not be as prominent anymore. Or if he is, you know, like again, he's just getting he's getting older. I don't think he's going to be able to handle as much. I think KJ Osborne is one guy who I did not have on my list of top fifty that is definitely moving in there. So definitely a good late okay. round guy. I mean, that's, that's very fine pick. I don't know why you're so angry at us. Let's go pick. Who am I angry at? You sound angry. It's okay. I'm fiery. Look. Hey, good job. Oh, it was I, fine. I won't be picking him, 
but I like it for you. <laughs> yeah. Fine. What's it? Like, for you, it's a good pick. Like, yeah. I can't wait till KJ Osborne just shits all over your stuff, man. Amazing. <laughs> like, 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 I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you read that tweet about him. Like, like, I'm glad for you. Yeah. No. Good. Good on you. It's right up your alley. Have you guys been drinking? Or yes. I, or have I not have been drinking enough? Column A, column B yeah, type situation maybe. we're dealing with here. Yeah, I got a little water. That's about it. All right. Um, any more for you guys? Or you got uh, um, no, I don't know. Traylon Burks. What about they made... this? Oh, sorry, Traylon Burks. Go on. Uh, I'm, just, I'm saying, like, all the reports out of training camp is that he is not impressive. He is not AJ Brown, and they named uh, the I don't even know how Westbrook Kynes, the Kendi Westbrook Kynes or whatever. That's the second wide receiver. So not a good sign for their first round draft pick. Oof. Yeah, yeah. When they drafted him, there they took a calling him AJ Brown. That's right. You already had AJ Brown. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I still think they're gonna. Try to, you know, shove that size seven foot into the size twelve AJ Brown foot or that. This isn't a saying, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> Talking think, about bowling shoes again? Yeah, bowling shoes for sure. Clown shoes, bowling shoes, Christmas shoes. I think they're going to try to get a square peg in a round hole with this guy. And I'm st- I'm not fading him yet. Jamar Chase, uh, another guy that everybody shat on in preseason. I'm not doing it yet. Obviously, he's no Jamar Chase, but I still hey, Jamar think, Chase. Wow. Okay. I still think they're going to try to really uh, force him into that role. I got one. Uh, what about a bold, a bold prediction? I love it. I love bold predictions, especially when they come for you. Bold prediction: Tony Pollard becomes a top five running back from week eight on. Love it because that offense. I've heard they they need they get a lot of yards. Dak Prescott is one of the best yard yards quarterback the last uh, couple of years, and there's a lot of yards left with Amari Cooper not on the team anymore. Yeah, I mean, Dalton Schultz isn't getting all of them. And if you've seen Ezekiel Elliott's uh, yards per carry over the past few years, you know how it's just more yards a game. It's just constantly dropped. Um, and again, when on the field, Tony Pollard always just has looked better than Elliott. I think they're going into the season knowing it's his last year. Um, it's going to cause a lot of, uh, you know, over, overrun on his tires and, uh, and Pollard's just going to come in for a tired Elliott halfway through the season and grab that job. He's been trying. He's been trying. Uh, not for lack, not for lack of trying, and not for lack of looking better. But yeah, I mean, I, I I'd be all for it. I would, I would definitely. Uh, That's my Cheetos bold. I really want Tony. I just really want Tony Pollard on one of my. <laughs> yeah, I like Tony Pollard too. He could be a season winner, like you said. At, you know, I feel like he's our next uh, Austin Eckler. Uh, Hell yeah! I mean. Just give him the opportunity, yeah, for sure. Give him the opportunity. And we called Austin Eckler a year before Austin Eckler was a thing. 
Free jersey, please, Austin Eckler. Come on, we've been. <laughs> I don't know how much how much we have to beat this drum for you. Uh, so let's just if he's not going to give us free jersey, we might as well ju- we got to switch to another boy. And Tony Pollard, early favorite. Is Tony Pollard giving out free jerseys? If not, start. <laughs> he will be. I'll start tweeting him. All right, you guys got anything else? Any risers? Any fallers? Any uh, hotties? Notties? Nope. Training camp. All my hotties are are out of the window now. I got a few, but I'm just gonna. I, I just been talking too much, and I have not been drinking enough, so I think I'm. Uh... Put it on a Twitter account. You can tweet. We could tweet. That's true. I always forget I could tweet. At. I don't know what is it, John. At fancy underscore lens. There you go on Twitter. Uh, you can download our podcast on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, wherever you find your your favorite podcast, and uh, we'll be back. I don't know if next week because I have three drafts next week, but we're gonna we'll be, be back. back eventually. We're gonna be well, no, not eventually. We're gonna be back to get you ready for week one. For week one, we'll be back eventually for week one. There you go, just like John said it. We are Fantasy Lens, and we'll be eventually back, according to John. <laughs>